I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look over a year in my life to find the geek influences, ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week it's 1989! 1989 was a year that mapped out the rest of my life with two decisions. At the start of the year, I was at Armagh Tech in the middle of the first of two years on a business course. The careers advisor had looked at my qualification and told me that I should do business as it seemed to suit my skills. After failing the first year quite spectacularly as one of the teachers screamed at me for being stupid, the same careers advisor told me that I shouldn't have done business, I was obviously more suited for engineering. So there began my four years of learning mechanical engineering in three different technical colleges in Northern Ireland. But that wasn't the life-changing decision. There were changes throughout the world, with the singing revolution building up in Eastern European countries. The Soviets tried to moderate, but their take on moderation was not even moderately acceptable. The pressure kept building up until a fake news report in Berlin on the 9th of November told the population that the Berlin Wall, the symbol of the Iron Curtain between Eastern and Western Europe, had fallen. It hadn't, but the people who came out to see the wall come down decided to bring the wall down themselves. This became the first domino in the toppling of the Soviet Union. Across half the world in China, Tiananmen Square in Beijing was the site of a student-led protest seeking, amongst other things, democratic reforms, producing one of the most iconic images of the year, the Tank Man, which was a photograph of a lone protester standing in front of a column of tanks. He stood defiantly against those tanks. The big movie of the year was Tim Burton's Batman. I went to see it in the Ivey Cinema with some friends and was quite excited. It was very cinematic in that Tim Burton way and this was the second movie I'd seen of his following Beetlejuice. I knew more about Michael Keaton as an actor than Jack Nicholson, having seen Gun Ho, Mr. Mom and Beetlejuice. It may have seemed like an odd choice to have a comedic actor play Batman, but it really worked. I chose to bore my friends with Batman facts that I, as a comic collector, now knew, and it was a great experience watching a great film. And I remember the BBC film critic Barry Norman describing the year as a year of sequels, so much so that it sounded like a football results. Indiana Jones 3? Lethal Weapon 2, Ghostbusters 2, Karate Kid 3, The Fly 2, Fletch 2. Actually, it was Fletch Lives, but it spoils a joke. On TV, we said goodbye to a score of old favourites. The Blackadder series came to an end with Blackadder Goes Forth and its final episode called Goodbye. It dealt with the hardship and horror of World War I trench warfare so well that history teachers around the country still show that final episode of a sitcom to emphasise the horrors of war, despite what some government ministers say. Doctor Who had been on the chopping board for many years. It was cancelled. While I initially didn't care for the Bonnie Langford years, by the time Ace came along into the show it had gotten a lot better partly due to Ace, played by Sophie Aldred, being a different type of companion, less screamy, more blowy up, 
and Sylvester McCoy brought a darker edge to everyone's favourite Time Lord. While he would be missed, American special effects would come along the next year to help us with this passing. My comic collecting was going well that year I managed to snag all the main comics in the Acts of Vengeance storyline. Atlantis Attacks meant I could read some more backup stories about what this character was like and I was excited by Jubilee appearing as I had her in two appearances. In the UK, 2000 AD started a series called The Dead Man, which many weeks later would give the greatest payoff of any story I have ever read in comics. Crisis, a sister comic to 2000 AD, albeit an older sister, started a series called Troubled Souls, a debut story from the Norrin Irish writer Garth Ennis about a young man caught up in the Troubles in Belfast. This was the first time I read a comic without superheroes or science fiction, and it was set down the road about people like me. That summer I went to a week-long youth event at my church's denomination called Youth Reach. It was filled with teaching, fun activities and music. But for me it was about meeting people my own age who had similar likes and beliefs and above all who accepted me. It helped me grow in my Christian faith but also helped me grow in my confidence as me. These people didn't know me but they wanted to hang out with me. People who I would meet year after year and form close friendships with. When I got home from the camp I made the decision and talked to my minister. I told him we needed a youth group in the church to encourage people somewhere where they were accepted and felt safe. A couple of days later he came back to me with his decision. There would be a youth group and I was going to be one of the leaders. I look back at that point where someone saw the potential in me and nurtured it. It started my journey to being a professional youth worker. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, on Facebook at MarksMessPodcast, and thank you to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music.